Hey, this is Alex with Bass and Brews. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So easy, Paul can do it. What is up, everybody? I'm Alex with Swamp Rat Fishing. I'm here with the self-proclaimed, ruggedly handsome, country-cooking hostess with the mostest, Paul Roberts. Paul, how are you doing tonight? I'm wonderful. I'm just curious. Yes, I'm sir. Just curious. I know I'm the co-host. Yes. I'm just curious when the hell my damn little logo is going to be down here somewhere in this Bass and Bruce podcast logo and are we really in New Jersey anymore since you got a country bumpkin up on here? Well, those are two valid points, and I'll retort with those. One, you don't have a logo. Dead there, air on that one. He gave me the middle finger. Uh, two, uh, <laughs> yeah, we can change that. Maybe we'll see. Um, before we get started, before we get started, oh, I want Lord. to talk about hooks. Come on, you know how it goes. We do, we do the intro. We do a little banter. And then we go to Hookset Hoodlum's promo. We talk about how great they are. We talk about how they got a new summer line. But honestly, they got these back in stock. This is the uh, the Vice shirt. Pankins. Pankins. Pankins and blue. Deal, man. It's amazing. Um, make sure you use your favorite host uh, discount code. So that's either Swamp Rat Fishing, all one word, or it's Heels. H-E-E-E-E. H W L S 10. Heels 10. That's a 10. A 10. A 10. Use either one of those. Paul, what are you drinking tonight? So, wait, before we get started, we did have a guest planned. Um, I don't know what happened, uh, little technical difficulties, but we don't have a guest tonight. So, uh, me and Paul are uh, <laughs> just going to shoot the shit for an hour. Y'all are and, in uh, for a treat because we're going to go got down rabbit for Alex. We've got, like, no topics. Uh, we're just going to have diarrhea of the mouth for about 55 minutes, and it's going to be fantastic. So it's going to be a regular episode for me and probably a shit show for you. <laughs> exactly. Paul, what are you drinking over there? I have, and this is not new to my people, mm. but I have a delicious – I'm sorry, I'm not good at this camera shit – a delicious I, Carolina, Carolina Brewing Company, Hop Roar, Holly Springs, North Carolina, established 1995. Woo. And boy, the they're they're uh, about a tenth of a mile from the house. And mm-hmm. I take them Girl Scout cookies on the regular, so we friends. But oh. they make delicious beer. You can drink in their brewery. And any locals here that are listening from the Raleigh Triangle area, take your ass to CBC. Tell them Paul sent you. They'll know. <laughs> And that's Paul, right? Not Paul. Paul. Look, Paul. I don't care what you look, <laughs> pal. 
Apparently, <laughs> my apparently my Yankee friends always spell my name P O W because apparently that's what I sound like to them. <laughs> and I've got, uh, as always, Kate May Brewing Company, and I don't know the camera stuff either, but I try every single week, and I fail. But uh, this is tanned limes. This is a Mexican style lager with sea salt and lime. I got a question. Uh, hands up, question. Did you paint mm. your wall behind you? Yeah, you didn't uh, wait for me. To, you didn't wait for me to open. Look, I thought it was already open. Look at for, for not- those <laughs> for those. For those for those in in podcast land, I'm holding up a forged in USA 10 millimeter Craftsman wrench as my bottle opener because I don't believe in bottle openers. Therefore, therefore people that we refer to as um, pansies, I guess that's the best word. There's another P word, but we'll call them pansies. Um, did I paint my wall? That is a great question. I mean, I mean, what do you think? It gives a nice contrast. Uh, I think it's amazing. I did no, not paint no. the wall. This is a ghetto ass sheet from Target that I pinned to the wall as I'm trying to experiment on uh, upping the value other than having uh, unfinished drywall in the back. So I'm going to tell you right now, go rip that sheet off because your lighting fucking sucks. And anybody watching on YouTube is going to probably have aneurysms and diarrhea from looking at you because your lighting sucks. I mean, look at my backdrop. I have a I have a beer drinking. Right. I have a a, a Schinerbach four or six. Oh, well, five and a half foot mirror. Yeah. Some fishing shit, a refrigerator and then. Yeah, I don't know what the rest of that shit is, but anyway. So, so I mean, I would go with maybe that's distracting to the eye and not the subject, which is me. Well, see, you have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about that because people are going to look at my ass. I mean, I'm so ugly the way I look now that, they, that they're like, there's got to be some beauty underneath all that beard. There is. There is. I mean, the reason I have a beard is because May 17, 2008 at 10.04 in the morning, I shave for my wedding and I'm so damn handsome. The only way I could keep the women from beating down my damn door and getting me a divorce was to grow the beard out to hide the pretty. Do you think that maybe at some point in time, the wife is going to sue you for false advertising? She thought you were nice and clean shaven. And then she gets this, uh, this uh, food collector uh, now on your face. So my wife and I have been together since I was 20 and she was 19. She has seen me, completely shaved, straight razor, bald, with no facial hair, to goatees. Oh, that sounds awful. One, those two things. One, bald, no beard, sounds like just an earthworm uh, in in a shirt. And then the goatee, are we talking like Fred Durst? Like Limp Biscuit goatee? I I don't know, man. I was in college, you know, it was early 2000s. It was a goatee. I should have just had the beard. But I also also had half my head shaved and the other half not shaved. And then I had a mohawk. And then I've had hair down past my shoulders. You know, I look kind of like a modern day Jesus. Um, You should go back to that. You should go back. Well, you should I, go back to look, being B Jesus. Be B Jesus. There it is. Look, look, man. My hair is getting long again. Shh. Keep it wife, going. I got. She's probably listening, but my wife don't listen to this. But I'm going to let my hair grow out as long as I can let it grow until she gets really mad at me. But, dude, stay on track. What the fuck's wrong with you? I feel like we're missing our whole introduction. 
We hit our introduction. Oh, wait. We need our Instagram and YouTube comments of the week. Is that what you're hinting at, Paul? We, we need that. And then don't you do some kind of something or another? And that's what I, I use is my cell I mean, phone. I do uh, when, when we have a guest, but we don't have one. I'm so confused. Oh, hold on, oh, baby girl. No. Hey. We're going night-night from gymnastics. Oh, good night. So, um, yeah, yeah, Instagram. Instagram and YouTube. I will start yes. off with my Instagram because I want to call out Julifar, J-U-L-L-I-F-A-R, and she wrote, promote it on at Fish Universal. <laughs> She's the, I'm just kidding. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, Julifar. Listen, if you run one of these ad campaigns where where you post on everybody's uh, <laughs> posts about stuff, and all it is is like, hey, promote on this, you can um, you can royally. He's got kids in the room. I don't know if I'm on speaker. In the corner. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Are, it's in the are, corner of the kitchen where the other plugs are. Yeah, that's where it's at. Anyways, if you're one of those people, you can go fuck yourself with a yeah, hot you red poker right up the keister because yeah. there's nothing more annoying than when you get a post Just and you're looking open, at man. it, even if it's from somebody that you know, and you're looking and there's like four of these things and you're like, ridiculous, and I hate it. But uh, anyway, a comment? Because I'd love it if that was your no. comment. That's hilarious. No. Well, I, I wanted to call Julifer out just to say that she's, Julifer, she you can, can go it. somewhere else. Anyway, we, we've got a repeat offender, but I think the last time it was a YouTube. It's Outdoors to Go. Okay. And I've got two because I my man just did it great. His first one. Damn. Oh, you're Sorry, choking up me. over it. I know. <laughs> He's got over. I'm about to have Paul, a heart attack. Paul's getting them emotional, getting them all emotional. He's about ready to uh, to read the screenplay I, of I'm, uh, the I'm, notebook. I know. I'm about. I feel like I'm about to have a mitochondrial angiogram or something infarction. <laughs> That's right, a mitochondrial infarction. <laughs> Y'all probably didn't know I knew what that was. I bet you I can spell it better than Swamp Rat too. But anyway, here we he go. Absolutely, I'll, can Swamp Rat <laughs> has a GED, so he don't know shit. Well, we know Swamp Rat didn't even fucking know fish were cold-blooded animals. He guessed and got it right. I mean, he had a 50-50 chance. The he guessed back. and got it right. The and then he back. was like, oh, my God, I didn't know I was going to get grilled on, on that. Like, <laughs> here we go. Outdoors to go. His first one was hashtag how you like your eggs. And I want to know who went and looked up that video. I don't know the name of it. We should have had it. Matter of fact. When I'm done with this, I'm going to search it. Alex is going to tell me how to put it on the screen. And we're going to watch a small clip of how you like your eggs, girl. Fried or fertilized. Fried, fried, fried or fertilized. You might have to save that for your Instagram because I don't know how to do that on this cast. But I'll look oh it my up God. and we'll roll it back for the next episode. We'll make sure that that gets on there next week. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the other one was he's so, you know, this is this is the best one. This is really the best one. Do we wait till five to drink beer and listen or just start drinking a little early today? Let me tell you outdoors to go and anybody else that listen. <laughs> if you listen to this at seven o'clock in the morning, it doesn't interfere with your life or your job. You can drink alcohol. Ain't nobody going to judge you. Nope. But you if they do, fuck them. Like, they're not good people then. 
All right, go um, with yours while I find this. And, and and since we got three hours to figure this out, because this is long-form podcasting tonight, y'all. Alex has to get up at four. So the goal is to keep him up to one. Nope, it means short-form podcast still. Um, So, one, I've got two comments here. One, um, nobody commented on YouTube. So, uh, fuck you guys. Oh, uh, my God. But, you know what we did do? We, we did branch out a little the last couple of days. I've been, I've been branching out um on tiktok and i've been putting bass and bruise <laughs> clips on tiktok and guess what they've been killing paul they tiktok loves you and so we've what? got a uh, TikTok, tiktok loves me loves you so if you're out there man i'm gonna go chris underscore the underscore fish underscore slayer uh not only is a good dude and said good stuff but somebody asked like oh my god this is hilarious how do i find this this guy came out of nowhere and said they've got good stuff going on on Spotify. It gets better and better every week. So if you're out there, Chris, killer man on TikTok. If you guys watch on YouTube, I'm a little disappointed. It sounds like. Listen, wise. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. We had I- record numbers come in on YouTube. Not one comment. Come on, guys. And, and you know, I can see the analytics. I see that you guys watched it. I see that you watched it. It's a little ticky tack. But anyways, or you can go over to um, TikTok, Swamp Rat Fishing, all one word, and you can leave a comment there. So we 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 should we should uh, we we should check out Chris's TikTok and Insta and see maybe if he'd be a good candidate to come on here and shoot shit because he sounds like he he might be. He he, he might be. Do, do you know who he is or no? I haven't a clue. I, Dude, I, I I'm on. I have a TikTok account. But I can't say I've ever tic tac. I've only eaten. Gotcha. <laughs> he and he came out of nowhere. This is the first time he's interacted with me. But big props to you, Chris, uh, coming in there, letting the people know where to get bass and brews. We like it. We, uh, I think it's what three weeks uh, from now. Me and you are going to be missing a, a week because we've got to go uh, accept our uh, our awards and accolades in Antarctica. So maybe we have Chris take over the show during that time. We, we won't miss. We will be remote. So oh, we're we'll do probably remote. be choppy. We'll probably be all choppy. But I promise you, you will have an hour to two hours of choppy, <laughs> shitty, broken up podcast to get you through the worst times of your life for that week. So, so again, folks, like we, we had a guest planned. We don't have a guest. So we're kind of shooting the shit. Paul, did you fish this week or did you get out this week? Uh, I did. Um, and how'd it go? I did. I uh, actually did. I <sighs> let me think about this. I went fishing Saturday. Yes. Okay. I caught I caught one fish right at seventeen inches. Big old fatty though. It was mm-hmm. it was almost three pounds, seventeen inch fish, which is big. Our seventeen inch. I mean, you get three plus for us here in the North Carolina. Golly, this infarction is is fucking me all up. Is uh, usually they're eighteen, but man, they are. We had a at the one my home lake, Sharon Harris. We had a shad kill this past winter, and the majority of shad that were killed, K I L T killed, were <laughs> the medium sized shad. So you know what we are left with is the really big ones, but then a a shit ton of small ones, little three inch shad. Anyway, the bass have just been wearing their asses out, and and a lot of bass we're catching now 
they're not pre-spawn fat, but they are thickies right now. I'm telling you yeah. what. Now I'm gonna try something here. Here, bear with me. Mm-hmm. For the uh, audio listeners, we've got an up close, uh, uh, personal look at uh, the rugged. Says I'm sharing my screen. Oh wait! Says I'm sharing my screen. Wait, wait, wait! Hold on, we're we're getting technical here, folks. You ready? Oh, <laughs> it's like triple layer. All right. All right, let's see if the audio works. If the audio doesn't work, it sucks because the podcasters won't be able to listen. Correct. Is the audio audio. working? Nope, no audio. Okay, anyway. So we'll load that up, I guess, for another time. So We'll figure that out. Yeah, so we'll figure that out. But until then, because we're going to play this shit online, because this shit's awesome, look up fried or fertilized young hummer Flint Flossy and what you call it on the YouTube. Go look that shit up on the YouTube and tell me if that shit should not be on the VMAs next year. And that video is like, it's, it's eight years old at least by now. Right. I mean, somebody missed the boat on signing that crew. All I got to say. So, so you're able to get out. I, I got out a bunch. We talked about before we started recording, I got out uh, and I'm, I'm still getting out, but I got out of shit ton. My kids, are not here right now. They're on vacation with the in-laws and my wife, unfortunately, um, I, unlike you, uh, my wife, weirdly enough, listens to the podcast. Uh, so, Hey babe, uh, it sucks that you got to work, uh, these last nine days. Uh, I took vacation (laughs) for almost all of it, except for tomorrow. So what's your uh, wife's name? Amanda. Amanda. What does Amanda do? Um, Amanda is a, uh, she's a U.S. postal carrier. What? She is your friendly mail lady. Yes, she started that job. We're way off. This isn't even fishing. And I'm all right with that. So she started about last year. So she was in the legal field. She was a paralegal for, oh, man, almost like nine years. She worked for a hmm. real dirtbag company. They represented the banks in foreclosures. And her job was to get everything oh. ready. And we used to make jokes about it, like everything ready to take away the American dream. And that was her job. <laughs> So and, now uh, she do, does she walk? Does she drive the little hooch mobile? I mean, what's a little bit of both, man. So she's a city carrier. So uh, part of her, ah. uh, she's a CCA, um, which is kind of like a fancy way when you first start. Like you get all the good stuff right, but you don't have a set route. She'll basically fill in where needed. Um, so sometimes oh, yeah, it's yeah, driving, yeah. sometimes it's walking. Um, but she went from being in like a corporate uh environment for the longest time and uh when it got done so her her company they were shady as hell and they went under and they let her go and it was like a blessing she was she didn't work for a while because she was trying to figure out like i wasn't happy doing that let me find something else and her mom good for her mother-in-law my mother-in-law of all people actually did 20 plus years in the post office before she joined the air national guard so my wife was like, <laughs> Damn, let's do the family you're business. talking about some good-ass retirement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the in-laws are not hurting. They uh, they have all uh, gotten government pensions. My father-in-law also did the Air National Guard for like 30-plus years. Like, they all got sweet federal pensions. Mm. But my wife was like, well, let me try that. And, uh, dude, she loves it. Like, she comes home exhausted. Um, you know, you got to deal with the elements. But you, – you, she doesn't have to deal with people like 
she sits in the office they shoot the shit they case their mail they do their thing and then she's out on the road the whole time she loves it it's so much nicer having her come home from before where it was like oh corporate said we gotta take this many people's dreams away like it's it's awesome it's a good job it's gonna lead to her getting a federal pension which is great if we can get the whole uh swamp rat household sucking off the teat of federal pensions that's a win in my book um because those pensions are for life so um that's good but so, so i went out fishing uh and i've been fishing I, I just, a lot i just hold on hold on, hold on. I, I, yeah. I i i gotta shh, shh, i gotta stop you i, I gotta okay. fuck your your fishing story up and stop you i right. love it you ain't had no you ain't had no video or audio problems until you fucking put up that purple ass blanket behind you i don't have any problems and now y'all you, you're breaking up and and breaking up and all you, you like. Dude, you're uh, super clear right now. No, no, no. I know we did for a are. little bit. No, no, no. We did for a little bit, but the little indicator on my screen, the admin screen, says it's coming from you. Hold up, great, hold great, up, great, great, great. Wild Bill, Wild Bill's gonna play this back and he's gonna say we're fighting. Did you see that latest clip that Bill put up? I, you know what? I have been, I haven't been, I haven't been getting my shit together on Instagram this week. I have been getting a lot of messages uh-huh. or or alerts about posts. And anytime Wild Bill has me anything tagged in anything, I know he's talking shit about the podcast, but he's <laughs> he's just fucking jealous. I mean, that's all I got to say. He's just jealous because he's not handsome enough to be behind the radio screen. I right, exactly. He's, he's not, yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's not handsome enough to be. In earphones, people don't want him in their ears. It's got to be it. I, I mean, he, he tried it. Uh, Ken and Andrew had to like rein him back uh, <laughs> from doing live streams. Uh, I mean, he he went out there. He put a whole video out where he thought he was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, it was cute till he ripped his shirt off and it looked like Tweety Bird. Um, but I, I think that's what well, it is. And and well, I mean, I because we have no guest here, because we have no guest here, I I want to publicly come out. Like this man is out there saying that we are cyber bullying him. He cyber bullies <laughs> himself. He drinks White Claw. He's walking around Whoa. in circles because he lost a crock. So, so my man is only turning left, just constantly turning left because he's crockless. Like, wow, Bill, listen to me. You do this. Let me to tell yourself. you something. There ain't no law with the claw, and there ain't nothing wrong with drinking it. <laughs> if you are drinking. Michelob Ultra, and you're picking on another person, man, woman, or child, for drinking White Claw, you, sir, are a narcissist. You, sir, are a, yeah, there's a bunch of S and T's up in there <laughs> on purpose because, because you're drinking Michelob Ultra. That bitch has got like 3% alcohol. Yeah. My White Claws and Trulies have five. And if I you want to step it up, if you want to step it up to the big boys – and go off to like eight percenters, like you can get you some seltzer waters with eight percent. Drink white three claw. of those in an hour. What's it called? White claw surge, I think it's like nine percent. Sur- no, it's eight. It's eight. There's there's a truly version and a white claw version, they're both eight percent. But I tell you what, you drink three of those in an hour, and you're probably gonna be over there pissing in the corner in, in your dirty <laughs> clothes basket if you're lucky. I mean, they strong, but anybody drinking 5%, I love me some natural light now. I love some bush heavy, but they like 3.5% alcohol, and they make They're, you feel like a balloon. Anyway, listen, hey, I drink fancy beers. Track. I drink fancy beers, but there is nothing better 
than mowing the lawn, getting done, and cracking a bush heavy. Like, and drinking that that first sip, it's amazing. There's one thing better. There's one thing better. Growing up on a peach farm, they ain't much better than picking peaches all day Mm -hmm. in the hot-ass sun and coming in and drinking ice-cold Budweiser before you actually get in. It's amazing, yeah. I mean, any any of those, like, crap beers, once you do, like, manual labor, it is just amazing. (laughs) It's just amazing. Look, look, I used to have a 1974 vintage Pepsi machine that held 374 cans of deliciousness. Okay. And I had Bush Heavy, Bush Light, Natural Light, and then your craft brews in cans. It took a quarter to get. Now, this bitch is in my garage. <laughs> when people came over, you had to put a quarter in there to get beers. That's a good deal for beer. Hell, yeah, it's a good deal for beer. But it, it had all those in there. And sometimes we mix all that shit up. And whatever you got, you had to drink. And let me tell you, it was a good time. We got off track. Tell me about your fishing trips this week. Yeah, so uh, the video they just released, uh, this is coming out Friday, so I just released a video on Tuesday. Uh, That's got me swim jigging. That was a tough bite. It was right after we had a lot of rain. Water was super muddy. Uh, But but I got on a a swim jig bite, which is really nice. But then I went the next day. That video is going to release in a couple weeks. But that was a really interesting video, and it really, like, uh, I had some critical thinking going on, and... Man, you guys are missing out on video, boys. Anyways, uh, I had some critical thinking going on. And so when I went out, it was like just about drop dead low tide. And we were probably about two feet lower than uh, your mean average. So I was like trudging through mud just to launch the kayak into the river, right? So I roll out to where I normally go, and all I have is the channel. That's it. Everything else is complete mud. So the critical thinking I had, I said, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to pedal upriver to, there's a little dock and bar and uh, restaurant, <laughs> right? So I go, listen, it's so low in the area that I want to fish. The high tide is going to come back in force, right? Because when it drops that low, when that high tide comes in, it's got to overcompensate. It's a fast high tide. I know it sounds like a joke. So, so I actually went up, I had coffee. I had some, uh, I had two eggs. Uh, two eggs over easy. I had some corned beef hash. And uh, I, I waited like an hour and a half, waited for that tide to start flooding in, right? I rolled back to the dude. I found a tree. I can't wait for this video to come out. I found a tree that had four monsters parked underneath it. And this tree, mind you, an hour and a half before that was completely submerged. It was just dirt bank. I roll back there and the water is just coming up. And the only way that I could actually spot them is I saw a fin. This bass had just positioned itself underneath that shade, but his back was showing. And that was the smallest. And that was a two pounder. The biggest was a four. All congregated in this one spot. Dude, the flurry that I had in about a 15 minute span, it literally like I haven't gone through the video, but from what I've looked at initially, it was 10 casts four fish the biggest four the smallest at two and then it, the other two were kind of in the middle it was such an amazing flurry it just really hit me one it sucks that i gotta leave this fishery for a year right but uh that like in my head it's finally like clicking 
the tidal bass fishery of like, oh shit, it's not even worth it when when the tide's that bad. Because even if they are in there, they're not going to bite. They're so mm-hmm. jacked up from their environment. It's not like fishing a lake where you can maybe coax them out. These fish, I'm fully committed that these fish know, well, shit, I'll just wait six hours. The shit will change soon. It was just crazy. It was it was awesome, awesome fishing. Uh, this whole week's been great fishing, which is not normal for me. Usually I struggle during these months. And, dude, I've been putting work in. Except for today. I mean, today I caught a dozen bass. A dozen bass today. I think the biggest was five inches. Like, I slayed the dinks today, dude. <laughs> Dude, I slayed the dinks. Like, <laughs> I caught I caught twelve bass today. The yep. biggest was five inches, so I caught twelve bass for a total of twenty four inches. Dude, it was pretty close. The smallest I did uh, measure, the smallest was an inch and a half. Were you fishing with a fucking beetle spin? No. So actually, that one, uh, the the that one, a dark sleeper. Like I don't the know dark sleeper, is. it's like a uh, mega bass puts it out. It's like a, uh, it's a swim bait, but then it's got a uh, forward facing weight in it. So you kind of fish it like a jig, but uh, the bait was only about eh, just a share smaller than the entire fish itself. And this guy had it gorgeous. I'll have a picture up on Instagram this week, but it is like this thing <clears throat> annihilated so, it. So, you know, I'm big in the bass behavior. I think we've talked about this a few times. Mm-hmm. I, I, I typically can't remember shit, and I don't listen to podcasts after we record them. But Me neither. <laughs> podcast, you're probably better start if you're going to continue to have me on. Nope, no, no. I just let it roll. <laughs> I let the fans let hey, us know where hey, we fucked up. Hey, hey, Bobby Roast Beef, we had almost a two-hour session with Bobby Roast Beef on Jigs and Bigs, a.k.a. Jugs and Bugs. And... uh <laughs> His co-host is Sean Fishman, who everybody should know from our last episode. He had my own for two hours, and um, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he went back and listened to it from from what I could gather. He I'm, did. Like, I'm like, he, I'm glad he did because I know I made a couple pecker references at least twice. I did. Did he edit out the peckers? I, I I don't know. I didn't say I didn't say anything vile. I just said something about my pecker. But anyway, I don't think he edited so, that out. Yeah. Yeah, he the left it as behavior. intact as he could. Yeah, uh, I, I listened to I, I listened to their episode up to there, but back back to bass behavior. So when I was in high school, and this is a great thing about growing up in the country, y'all. When I was in high school and a senior, my first period class was at the fish hatchery. What? <laughs> my first what? period class, I drove to Sherrill, South Carolina, to the South Carolina fish hatchery, and my first my first actually. Ended up being really two period, two periods worth of class fish hatchery, mm-hmm. and you would talk about learning fish behavior from January to June. Like this is the time of the year that they're prepping them to breed. They're you know breeding them. They're lay. They're doing all this. What I kind look, of fish are these? And let me are tell you something. About, are, are these trout that you're talking about? No, man. These lar- large mouth bass. Oh wow. Okay. Large mouth bass. Yeah. And so what what people what people don't realize is that <clears throat> those fish will eat if they can eat. Mm-hmm. And I have seen them eat until their stomach they can't put any more that like every they'll go to catch another uh, another um, fish 
and right. want to swim out of their mouth as they're right. going to get another one. Yep. I mean, these fish, it doesn't matter how, how big or small they are. So when the fish get to a fingerling stage, which is typically, I can't remember the exact inches, like four inches or something. It's about the size it's of like your index. all thing. the fish that I caught today, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. So when I get our fingerling, we we take them we take them out of the pond and we put them in these little things, start rearing them. Anyway, it's funny you'll find two fish with two. Ta- you'll find a fish with two tails. Two tails where they and, one tried to eat the other. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, no, they lined up and they went to go eat, and one went to go eat the other one. The other one went to go eat that one, <laughs> and the bigger the bigger one with the mouth won, except they stuck together and they died. But, right. like, these fish have no chill when it comes to eating. Like, if you right. put, you could put a corn dog in front of a fish's mouth, or you could put a, a, a Cinco in front of their mouth. Mm-hmm. And if you put it there at the right time, at the right place, they're going to eat that shit. It don't matter what's on that hook. I don't know, man. Okay, so so I'm going to argue with you a little. So, <clears throat> with these title guys, <clears throat> and I've... Uh, and I've noticed when we have these high fluctuating, so during the springtime, we'd have these crazy uh, fluctuating tides that were really bad. We'd have dropout lows and crazy high um, high water, but it was all clean water. So I could see these fish, and specifically, like, we weren't in full spawn yet, right? We were in pre-spawn, so they should have ate, right? They hadn't gone to, like, full guarding or breeding yet, but they were just starting to make the beds, when I would hit that low, low tide, when they didn't have a lot of water above them, um, I could see where they were at. And I'd literally drop a wacky rig on their head. And I'm talking about bigger ones. And they would just move off. They don't care. So, so I think when it comes to the tidal, because that water raises and lowers, that, that's like safety to them. Where when it, it when it gets way out of whack on the low they, they don't feel safe enough to expend that energy is what I think. Yeah. Well, so it, it, I say that as a blanket statement. Right. But fish fish are going to feed uh, typically in a warm in a warm season time frame. They're going to feed twice a day. Right. If they're feeding, they're going to eat. Now, right. you can still catch fish when they're not in a feeding zone, and that's when they're up against cover or whatever. But, mm-hmm. I, I mean, here's the other – so – this brings me to another point from the fish hatcher and learning and talking about title. I don't, I don't fish any title shit. I gotcha. mean, you know, we, I, I have no idea. You know, I've seen stuff, read stuff. I, I don't know yeah. anything about title fishing, but when the fish, when we would have the fish, there's one pond had a strain of fish from Santee, big bass. Mm-hmm. I mean, like picking up these bass, when we would start separating, it is amazing. So what they would do, though, is, is is if the fish started making beds earlier than what the fish hatchery wanted because of weather or whatever, they would drop the water. Okay. And so the fish would, would move down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you get that drop of water, I can't remember who said that. So I've heard it a couple of times on podcasts and I think YouTube. And I, I, I cannot give credit because I can't remember, but this is not my. Oh no, he cut out. Water oh, where drop you at? or there rise, you right? Say you're in your house. Let's say you're in your house mm-hmm. and you got a 10 foot ceiling. All of a sudden that bitch drops to six foot. 
Like you're going to be like, hold up, motherfucker. What the fuck? What's going on around here? Right. And so that's what you get with these fish. And let's be honest. They've been around and in tune with nature a lot longer than we have. Right. They know. Oh, Paul, you're cutting out there, man. Weather. Okay, there you are. Oh, my gosh. They know the weather and what's happening long before we got the we got we the most technological motherfuckers in the whole planet. And when it comes to nature and animals, we are behind them days. Yeah, absolutely. So and no, they, I mean, they just like, like, they know they, they've been around feel a lot longer. when everything changes. Yeah, absolutely. They feel it all. And yeah. I, I, I think it's similar. They um, felt before it changes. Yeah. I li- Listen, when I come back, I want, when I come back from Cali, all that stuff, you, uh, I want to plan a trip down there. You got to come up here. I want to get, I want you to sample some of these tidal bass because they are, um, uh, they are something special, dude. Even your small ones, they're pissed off. They're angry all the time. They fight. Uh, I've never caught a lo- uh, small mouth, but I've fished with guys in the same area that have, and they say that the largemouth fight like smallmouth here because they're just feisty tidal fish. They've got to compete with striper. they got to compete with giant fucking pickerel. Like, they've got to be the baddest dude on the block. They're not the apex predator where we're at. So it, 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 it's crazy, and the fishing has been absolutely insane. Hopefully it continues out. Uh, the rest of the time that uh, my in-laws are out with the kids. That'd be really great. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm going to come up there and we're going to sample the fishing and yeah. then we're going to eat, sample eat some of the shit we catch. When you come down here, we're going to eat all kind of fish. Listen, uh, the bass, kind of- no. I'll have you eat a jackfish, uh, a pickerel, what we call up here. So I do have a funny story. The first pickerel I ever caught. Motherfucker, I, I didn't eat jackfish down here in South Carolina. The bony asshole things. You got to make damn jackfish balls out of Not on the big ones, man. You can Y-bone them out. Well, and it, and it well we, ain't got no big, we ain't got no big jackfish down oh, here. We got I big ones. It's, it's, a, it's a flaky, tender meat. They just bony as shit down here. I mean, yeah, you, when get you get one, little you get one that look, yeah. I mean, you get one and it looks like my, looks like a little white claw can, skinny, no. long. No, these things get meaty. They're they get real close to uh, where I'm at. They get real close to like looking like pike. They're big, but funny story with them. The first time I ever caught one, I didn't know they had teeth. <laughs> so I, I thought it was a, like like a bass. <laughs> So I stuck my goddamn <laughs> finger in that thing's mouth to lift it. And that son of a bitch sliced me. I still have like scarring on my finger. He sliced me all the way through. That was the first pickerel I ever caught. It was also the first pickerel I ever ate. Because so I said, listen, you took a part of me. I'm taking a part of you. And I took that thing home and I ate it. Um, it gnarled me up. Like just gushing blood out of this uh, sit-in kayak that I had borrowed from somebody that I had to then return with all this blood on the inside of it. That was not from the fish. It was all from me. It was, <laughs> it's a dumb experience, uh, but they taste. Did you go home and cry? Did you? Go yeah. ahead. Oh man, we're way well, off tonight. It kind of sucks y'all. Like, yeah. Well, it kind of sucks. There's a lag. There's a lag for some uh, reason. I've done everything I can with my internets, but there's there's definitely a little bit of lag. I didn't mean to cut you off. All I was going to say, did you go home and cry to Amanda, and did she comfort and hold you and make you feel better about yourself? 
Well, what what she actually did, she said, well, how did it happen? And I told her, and uh, I said, uh, I told her I, I stuck my finger in the fish's mouth. And she said, well, why the fuck did you do that? And I said, well, I do it to bass. And she went, <laughs> well, why the fuck do you do that? <laughs> she, she's very adamant. Um, does your wife, does Amanda Fisher know anything about fishing? She knows a little bit. Like, I'll take her on. Normally, we do a trip every year with a bunch of friends, and uh, she'll fish during that. Um, but it, it's not really her thing. I, I took her out on her first kayak fishing trip in May. She had a blast. She drank a shit ton of White Claws and outfished me. She got <laughs> everything under the sun, and I didn't catch anything. Uh, not even a buzz because I wasn't drinking. So so we, we should think about having a wives a wives podcast episode. I like and it. And talk about just fishing. And maybe we should do it live. So everybody can relish in the views that at least my wife will give when we talk about fishing. <clears throat> I like it, man. No, I, I think that's Are you a great texting idea. during our podcast. Our guest. Are you texting uh, during our podcast? Our guest that was supposed to be on um, Jess is reaching out to me. So I'm trying to uh, handle that. Um, bring him on. I will uh, get back to him. No, we're way too late because we're going to be cutting this again, guys. <laughs> this is going to be our shortest episode ever. It'll never be this short again. Um, we'll make sure this guest comes on. He's a really good dude. Um, he said he didn't get the link. I trust him on it. Um, it was probably me fucking it up. Um, but we're getting a little late, Paul. I know it's only 40 minutes, uh, but uh, this is going to come out Friday. We got eight the more next, minutes. The next Friday, uh, not this Friday, that this comes out. The Friday after that, we're going to have Slab Dynasty on. Uh, if you guys don't know them, they are some uh, North Carolina boys who. Uh, Hello. Hello. They are, uh, n- not only are they killing it, they have a very successful um, YouTube channel, but also uh, these boys put out some of the most beautiful footage. It's cinematic. Uh, when they do their trip footage, it's like it reminds me of some of the uh, uh, man, so, some of the old like surfing video stuff. Like they show you what they're fishing, and it, it's just wonderful. It's beautiful. So, um, well, I, what uh, I'll tell you super about excited slab, to have them on. What I'll tell you about Slab Dynasty, uh, they they catch some really good fish, and they know what they're doing. But what they do is they capture the essence and the beauty of North Carolina. Like they are in some areas that that um, I mean, you just you wouldn't expect to see in North Carolina. I mean, they, they really do a great job of it. So it's going to be a good time. I'm, I'm super excited about because they're in my backyard and I'm hoping I'm hoping to get a fishing trip with them out of this. I mean, I'll bring donuts, biscuits, pay for fuel. <laughs> I'll bring I'll bring all the beetle spins and rooster tails that I've got. Listen, slab and slab Stephen from Slab Dynasty. You heard it here first. Paul wants to go fishing with you, <laughs> folks. Thanks for hanging out with us again. Short episode. I did just confirm our big guest uh, will be uh, the episode after Slab Dynasty. Uh, but thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, a little off the wall episode, but we want to make sure we uh, we got to you guys. <laughs> We got some good stuff in, Paul. We talked about fish behavior. We talked about uh, pansies. Um, I've got I've got three beers. I've got three beers left. That's the only problem. I didn't come here to drink a three pack. 
Well, I'm at my time limit. Paul, thank you so much. Everybody, thanks for watching. We'll see you on the next one. Holla, peeps.